0: Welcome to Word of Truth Radio with Reverend Azuka Obi. Here is your host, Pastor Obi. I'm so excited about this new series, The Fight to Forgive. The Fight to Forgive. I call it The Fight to Forgive because I understand (laughs) the fight that some of us uh, go through to forgive because of, like I say, the intensity of the hurt and the pain from those that we love, that hurts us. So I totally understand. So if you still feel hurt after you say I forgive him? It's fine. You've started the healing process. You've commenced the healing process. What you are feeling at that moment is inflammation. So when this is happening, you sense, you see swelling, you see redness around the wound. What happens? Is that the white blood cells start heading to the scene. They start rushing. Why are they going there? They are going to make sure. That there are no bacteria they're going to come any bacteria any germs around and on the wound so your wound will not get infected note that we're going to come to it later infection because if your wound is not treated the way it ought to be treated it can be infected and when your wound gets infected it becomes a serious wound it enters a different level that is why while you are in that process of forgiving that person there are some do's and there are some don'ts i'm going to talk to you about it later so bear this in mind there are some do's and there are some don'ts. there are some things you must do on the daily even a couple of times every day to ensure that that wound is at a place where it will not get infected because there's some in medical science that's what they call sepsis is an infection from something When you get sepsis from an inflammation, it becomes worse. Sepsis can kill. Sepsis can kill. It is dangerous. Doctors treat sepsis with every kind of seriousness. So like that, they warn you, even when you get injured, they show you, they teach you, they even give you a pamphlet on how to care for the wound. While it is being healed, there are do's and don'ts. Like I said, I'll talk to you about that later. So this white blood cells ensures that it doesn't get infected. doesn't get infected. I'm going to read a scripture for you on that. <laughs> Remember that? The Holy three said, go study. Go study how wounds are healed. And you'll get a new insight into forgiveness. And the scripture I'm going to read for you is in John 20. John chapter 20. John chapter 20. Inflammation. What helps? what helps you in this process when the healing process has started? What helps you? And that person that helps you is the Holy Spirit. It is that white blood cells that is coming to the wound to ensure that it's not infected. It is that white blood cells that come to the wound to fight any bacteria or germs so the wound doesn't get infected. It is the Holy Spirit on our inside. One of his ministries, is to help us forgive. You stop the bleeding by forgiving. And you do that by faith. You stop the bleeding and you do that by faith. When you say, I'm going to forgive that person, yes, it's still hurting. Yes, I can feel the pain. But because I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ, I choose to forgive. And you forgive that person by faith. Why? The Bible told us that the just shall live by faith. So everything we do, we do by faith, including forgiveness. And what, what is it about faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Yes, I'm still feeling pain. I've not been relieved from that hurt. But because I want to be relieved from the hurt, but because I want to stop feeling the pain, what do I do? I forgive in faith. And by so doing, I stop the bleeding. The second step is the inflammation, where the white blood cells rushes to the wound to ensure that they combat every germ and bacteria. And that's what the Holy Spirit does for us. When Jesus appeared to his disciples in John chapter 20, verse 22, he said, when he appeared to them, he breathed on them. When he breathed on them, he said to them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Now, after he said to them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost, the next words that came out from his mouth is, Anyone you forgive his sins are forgiven. Why did Jesus come and when he appeared, and say, Anyone you forgive his sins are forgiven? And after that process, he said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. No, it is the Holy Ghost that they receive on their inside, is what enables them forgive sins. Glory be to God. Now, the Holy Ghost Jesus impacted on them here is different from the Holy Ghost that they received in Acts chapter 2. The one they received in Acts chapter 2 is what we call the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Ghost that Jesus impacted on, on, on them here is the saving spirit. When people come to Christ as salvation, and ask Christ into their life because they believe He died and He resurrected. What happens is that Christ Himself, the body of the Trinity, did not enter them. Why? He sat at the right hand of Christ. Jesus now is full of his flesh and bones. He is a physical entity, he's made of some kind of matter. He can't enter me. So the Christ that entered me at salvation is the Holy Spirit. The Bible calls him the Spirit of Christ. So this is exactly what happened to them here. Jesus got them saved in John chapter 20, verse 22, they were saved. What does that mean? As Christians, it becomes easier for us to forgive. We've been equipped with the power and enablement of the Holy Spirit to make the forgiving process easier. So when unbelievers forgive and christians refuse to forgive it is mind-boggling unbelievers are trying to forgive based on their knowledge and their own ability and can they do that yes they can but for christians we have that human ability but we have more we have the help and the enablement of the holy spirit we need to use him or rather we need to allow him we need to allow him help us in that process of forgiveness so when they received the holy spirit within them it was easy for them to forgive when you understand this verse when somebody hurts you and you forgive that person by faith to stop the bleeding know for sure that you are forgiven yes the pain might still be there but you have forgiven the holy spirit helps you do that So the Holy Spirit in us makes this process of forgiveness easier. The Holy Spirit in us combats every other thought, evil thoughts that is going to come into our mind about that person that hurt us, that is supposed to infect us. When we allow the Spirit of Love, I would say that this Spirit that is in us have shared the love of God abroad in our souls and in our hearts. When we allow the Spirit to share His love abroad in our hearts, it makes the process of forgiveness easier because He also helps us combat every negativity about the person that hurts us. But what usually happens is that when somebody hurts us, we will start seeing things that maybe we didn't see before. We will start seeing how bad that person is. We will start hearing from people. People start telling us, oh, this person, oh, he did this to me the last time. Oh, he did that. People will bombard you with stories about that person to make the forgiving process very difficult. What are those things we are hearing that makes the process difficult? It is the germs. It is the bacteria trying to enter that wound so he can get it infected. So he can turn that wound into sepsis and make the process of healing worse. but the spirit, like the white blood cell, go and fight, ward off all those negativity and help us in the process of forgiving that person. Hallelujah, I hope you're understanding me. If you're not understanding me, please leave a comment. Ask your questions if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube or you're here on Zoom with us, ask your questions. And I will get to them if we have time. And this is the second stage of forgiving the person. Let me get to the first stage. I hope I can have more time. Oh, my time is up, but let me see how far. Ah, 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 ah. Okay, I'll introduce it. I can't finish the second stage, but I'll introduce it and I'll complete it. And by God's grace, I'll complete it, and with the first stage, next week. What is the third stage? The first stage is now when that wound, you know, uh, gets the healing process of that wound, enters into the next process. And I call this process, the process of growth and rebuilding. Remember, your skin was torn, so that skin that was torn needs to be rebuilt. That's why if the the wound is deep. They stitch it, or uh, the modern-day way now they don't really stitch some certain wounds. They put glue and they pull the skin together to reduce the space that needs to be rebuilt. If you know what I mean, uh-huh. to re- reduce the portion of flesh that needs to be rebuilt. To rebuild, so they bring the flesh together to also hasten the process. So that's the stage of growth and rebuilding. Now, in my study, it is said now nah, after inflammation. Your body's healing process kicks into gear. Blood cells arrive to start building new skin. They give your wound the oxygen and nutrients it needs to heal and grow new blood vessels. Chemical messengers direct cells to make collagen. A collagen is a protein that acts like scaffolding. To rebuild the damaged area, this is now where you now see that scar. That I talked to you about the scar, the scabs. You know, we start out red, but should fade with time. I like this. I wrote down. So, in this stage of rebuilding, that these blood cells now form like scaffolding. You know, to start replacing the lost skin, to start replacing the blood vessels. And you can see in this place that there is some sort of I want to call it construction work going on. It's a serious activity. Oh, when I studied this, now I was like, I was amazed at God. What oh God when did when he created man. You know, we started off as, as sand, clay, until the action of the Holy Spirit on clay turned this clay into, I don't know what to call it. We are a supercomputer we are a network of roads we are a network of all sorts of things in this body we have different systems and god is god is wise and and it beats me that people think that there is no god who is the being that imagined all this and created all this and executed it that being is highly intelligent and he's God. So, there's some sort of construction work going on, on the side of that one. And this is what I call, remember, the first stage is forgiving by faith. Right? You choose to forgive. And you do that in obedience to God's word. Right? Regardless of the pain you are still feeling, the heart you are still going through. Then the second stage is the inflammation. When we allow the Holy Spirit, just like the white blood cells, to ward off toxic thoughts about the person that hurt us, so we will not just move from being hurt to getting into infection and sepsis, if you know what I mean. Now, we are in the third stage, which is construction. Construction is active. It is work in progress. What does that mean? It is the working of our faith. The first stage is W-A-L-K, where we forgive in faith, that is working in faith. The second stage is inflammation, is walking in love, W A L K, in love. The third stage is W O R K, in faith, what we call the action steps of faith. Order You Must Forgive ebook right now on Amazon for Kindle, Apple Books, and PastorObi.com. The paperback book is available on Amazon. You can listen to the audiobook on Audible and PastorObi.com. The links are in this post. Please like this post and share. Thank you. Pastor Obi will love to hear from you. Subscribe to his blog at www.pastrobi.com. Search for Pastor C. Obi on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.